Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50. Today, Michael, your topic, your title, which I think is a cracker, which is protect yourself at all times. Thanks, Dallas. Um, I was watching boxing the other night and uh, obviously the last thing that the referee says before any bout yeah. after he gives instructions to the yeah. to the uh, to the to the boxers yeah. is protect yourself at all times which yeah. i think is a great um coverall yeah and um i wanted to to to, to talk more about that today yeah. in terms and we'll put this into financial planning terms yeah um because uh I think it's it's just such a succinct but powerful yeah. statement, yeah. and you can be under no. I mean, it's it's got wide interpretation yes. about yeah. it yeah. because there's various different ways to that. But it's but it's again, yeah. it it just you can't be under any illusions what you should yeah. be doing, protecting well, yourself at all times. That's it's a it's a great phrase because you know in a, in a boxing format, what they're often talking about is even if you think the the referee's about to break things up or if the mm. bell has just rung. What they're basically saying is protect yourself at all times because you're, you're in a fight here. Like, mm. so it, if you put your hands down and the other guy punches you and knocks you out, and you go, "Oh well, I thought the referee was about to was about to pause mm. things," or the bell had rung and the other guy didn't hear it, it's not my fault. It's yep. too late. You're already knocked out. It's, yep. it's all over. So yep. it, it is a great catch-all, and that's the the phrase. You know, protect yourself at all times. It's it's mm. a great phrase, and so. You've obviously, as we do here on this show, many, many times we've we've drawn a drawn an analogy here. It might be a long boat to draw, but you think there's there's a few analogies here with with your retirement planning. Yeah, so I've got four points here to make. Uh, so protect yourself at all times. So what that doesn't mean when you're in the ring is it doesn't mean that you shouldn't throw a punch. Yep. So. Um, if you just covered up yep. and didn't throw any punches, very quickly the other oh, your sorry, opponent just, yeah, would, would learn just, yeah, and just that there's no it. threat. Yes, and um, and you would probably find the the bout being called off early at yep. your detriment. Yes, because of the fact now, um, and 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 again, um, just get the visual. So you just covered up. You've yep. got your gloves up yep. around your chin, <laughs> to, but you're to, not to throwing any yeah. punches, and and you're focusing on protecting yourself purely. But because yes. you're only focused on protecting yourself and you're not throwing any offense, the other side doesn't have they don't they don't have to worry about protecting themselves at all because no. you're not throwing anything back. And so you think there's an analogy here with so the, investing your retirement savings too oh, conservatively. Look, look, I think there's yeah, so so um, and uh, I we've just finished a podcast, yeah, a rant, in fact, where, where I spoke <laughs> about in the first three years of your yeah. retirement, you'll spend a quarter of a million dollars, yeah. um, and and that did focus on it, yeah. Really um, uh, investing too conservatively yes. with your retirement savings. So, yeah, so, yeah. so I would liken that to yep. to coming out in a in a up. ten round yep. you know, boxing match and actually just covering up and never yep. throwing you're, a punch. You're not so going to last the ten rounds because not, the other not, guy is just going <laughs> to throw punches at you constantly. If and you think of the ten rounds as your retirement, yep. 
and your objective is to 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 get to the end yep. of that retirement or that end of that ten rounds. Yep. Uh, um, still standing. Yes. And and, yep. and feeling healthy. Yep. Um, you're not going to achieve that by uh, investing too conservatively. So yep. yeah. Um, yeah. And, and what we're talking about there is the is the notion that the closer you get to retirement. The, um, yeah, the more you should be leaning towards being invested into bonds and cash and Term all of those deposits, types of yeah. things. So, yeah. so uh, th- it's just not going to get the job done. I think I think that's a great like if you look at it as that concept of. Um, so, for example, if if you're in a, if you're in a round of a, of a fight and there's 20 seconds to go before the bell, sometimes you and and you've just been rocked and you and you wobbly on your feet. Sometimes the best thing to do is just to cover up because mm. you go, I've just got to get through the next 20 seconds until the bell goes, but. You can't do it for ten rounds. No. It doesn't work like that. And this is exactly what we're talking about with, uh, you know, previous retirement planning. When it was you're going to retire, you're going to get either a defined benefit pension or you're going to get a government pension. You, you sort of and you and life expectancy was much shorter. You couldn't really be invested too conservatively because it was it was you were only twenty seconds from the end of the round. You only had to get through the next twenty, and you could just cover up. And yeah, I think the, the big thing with that. And we've talked about this before with how you invest your retirement savings throughout retirement is that people feel, I think the analogy I draw here is that, remember we did a podcast called, you know, volatility is, is a fee and not a fine. So yes. it's a cost that you pay. Your super balance going up and down is a necessary cost that you pay to have that money working for you. So, mm. you know, I remember when I, I remember sparring one day with, a, and I'll probably tell different stories throughout this about, a, a, a young guy I used to train with who used to beat the absolute crap out of me most times he spoke because he's far better than me and his father saying to me now listen if you throw punches at him he's probably going to punch you 50% of the time but if you don't throw anything at him he's going to hit you 100% of the time so it's your choice <laughs> yeah. you can do either of those two things yeah. and so invariably what happens what a choice to, yeah, what what a choice to have <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sign, sign me up tomorrow <laughs> but, you'd, yeah, that, that's, but that's what happens in, in a fight is you throw a punch and then you throw a punch and you extend yourself and the other guy punches you back and your instinct is to go, well, I'm not throwing punches. This mm-hmm. hurts. I don't like this yeah. at all. But the minute that you shut down and stop throwing, you, there, there is no, you're not throwing any offense that the other bloke can just mm-hmm. unleash on you. And so that's what happens. If you, if you invest too conservatively, you, you can do that to get through a short period of time, but you cannot go 10 rounds, which mm-hmm. is what your retirement is going to be yep. in our modern world. So, yes. So don't, don't, um, invest too conservatively. Yeah. Protect yourself at all times. So um, don't panic when there is volatility. So weather the storm, yep. whether it's a flurry of punches yep. at the end of the round yep. or it's a drop of 57% yep. in the global financial crisis. So, yep. so um, don't panic. Yep. So to panic, um, if you panic in that situation, mm-hmm. you... Uh, again, if you're a boxer, yeah. will, will, will um, could end up being carted out of the, the yeah. ring. Yep. So you see the best boxers yep. when under, the under other boxer pressure, is putting them under a lot of pressure. Yep. They stay so relaxed yep. and they move and they don't take giant leaps yep. away. Yep. They stay in close. They move. Yep. Um, they you know uh, they try and tie the other guy up. Yeah. They you know they they. Yeah, they they keep the guard up. They yeah, they, they do move. everything right. They, they do, do everything and, right. And, so. and all of that, and, the, and a good point with this, I think, is that all of those things that they do under pressure are through many many years of training. Yes, you know, at that moment under extreme pressure, you 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 fall to your level of training. You don't rise to the level yeah. of your capabilities. So, 
those guys, those boxers, you know, they're they're out on their feet and and they've been rocked and they've been hurt or whatever. They they react based on, you know, this is this is I know what the right thing to do is in this situation. I'm not going to panic. I'm just going to do the thing that's going to allow me to get through this and get out the other side where I can where I can start to, you know, build back into the fight. It's you know, there's there's I remember saying I heard somewhere about this where we were saying you know. If you get hurt in a fight and then you panic, well, now you're hurt and tired. Mm. So if if you get if you get hurt, you have to you have to retain that ability not to panic, not to react to that, and not to start breathing too heavily and go too crazy about it. You you do need to just think of it as right. This is a, a tough phase that I need to get through. I just need to get out the other side. So the next time that we have a thirty-seven percent drop or a forty-seven percent drop or even a fifty-seven percent drop. Um, uh, what you really need to do is is not panic yep. at that point in time. The worst thing you can do yep. is panic yep. at that point in time. Um, we have a saying, if you're going to panic, panic yeah, early. Do it early. Which is before <laughs> anything ever which, drops which ever. Which is like a fight. If you're going to panic <laughs> in the fight, just don't, don't do don't, it. Don't, don't, don't turn don't up. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, uh, when when there is that volatility, mm-hmm. look, look, I, I can tell you from my dealings with my clients in – um, the global financial crisis of 2008, 2009. Uh, uh, some people, you know, really, really, really panicked. Others didn't. Yeah. But but some, you had no way of knowing who that, that was yeah. um, going in. So the people that you didn't think were, were going to panic, a lot of them did. Mm. And, um, and, and um, uh, some that you thought might didn't. Yeah. So it's a, look, it's a natural reaction to be a, uh, to to feel uncomfortable. And, and I think what the, you really need to do is go back through history, yeah, and 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 say, okay, well, this has happened. This has manifested itself yeah. in many so different many situations, yeah. Uh, before the catalyst is different, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a depression, yeah, or it's a financial crisis, or, or it's, it's an a, oil crisis, or it's, or it's a, a, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, the catalyst is different. Yeah. Um, what happens is the the reaction is the same. Yeah. So so as people panic, the prices drop. When the last person's panic, panicked out, yeah. Um, the price has nowhere to go but up. Yeah. You need to also remember uh, what you're invested into, and if you're well and truly diversified across the great companies of Australia and the world, mm. um, yeah. It it in 2021, it is now ludicrous to suggest that. Uh, the, the the greatest companies in Australia and the world were all going to be uh, gone to zero yeah. during the global financial crisis. Yep. Um, but that's what was suggested. Yeah, and that's what it probably and felt the media like for a lot of at the time. Uh, had said yep. the de- the yeah the end of capitalism and yeah, all this yeah. sort of rubbish. Yeah. Um, yep. well, so <laughs> so so what you need to remember is that that this time is never different. Mm. Uh, because what the media will say at that point in time is this time is different. Yeah. This time is never different. The catalyst is different. Yeah. But um, the reaction and what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, not to suggest we know when the bottom's going to be or what not what date that's going to be or if, or if, if it's going to be you know, yeah. like I said thirty seven percent, forty seven, fifty seven, yeah. or sixty seven. Yeah. Um, what you actually do need to do though is go back through history and yep. go back to the plan and say, okay, yeah, what are we? Yeah, what was my plan again and why? Yeah, and and, and I think and, the big thing with just this don't is, panic. Weather the storm. This is like uh, I guess the closest thing we have to training here is that mm. um, yeah, if you look at our business, we spend 
what probably feels like to our clients a disproportionate amount of time talking about volatility because mm-hmm. that's the best the next best thing that we can do is mm. is trying to constantly inoculate our clients with the fact, hey, your super balance will drop. At some stage, there will be a 30 40 50% drop. That is going to yeah. happen. And like we said before, we've got a lot of clients probably going, yeah, right, mate, I get it. Just <laughs> shut up about well, it. Stop well, banging on about it. Well, we, f- we feel is, it's awfully late yeah. <laughs> to be telling you yeah, yeah. during the drop. Yes. Like, it's awfully late. Yeah. Like we want to tell you now and we yeah. want to tell you repeatedly now. Yeah. So that when that happens, you're It's going to happen it. again. No, it's going to happen. Multiple times. Yep. Yeah. Um, and and the people that don't panic, yep. I mean, if you can take advantage of the opportunity, it's even better. But yep. if you the people that Just don't panic that. are yep. the people that flourish yes. in those situations. That's right. Um, protect yourself at all times. So leave something in the tank. And what I mean that, uh, with that from a boxing point of view, first yep. of all, you're yep. not going to come out in the first round and throw 500 punches. Yep. Because yeah. um, pretty soon you'll you'll be out of gas. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I've done this. So I've experienced this. <laughs> not much fun. Um, so so the same thing with investing. Yeah. What I see um, sometimes, especially when times are good, yeah. is that people gear themselves up to yeah. the max. Yeah. And and um, what they often do is they say, "I've got this income coming in. I've got this income coming in. We've got joint incomes here." Yeah. Um, Which, yeah, let's yeah. go and finance two cars. Yeah, uh, let's go and buy, yeah, upgrade, buy the house. upgrade the house. Let's go and yeah, they gear everything around to the weekly amount that's coming in. Yeah, this is only going to cost a hundred dollars a week in repayments. This is going to yep. cost two hundred dollars a week. Yeah, yep. we've got we've got two yep. grand coming in yep. every week for yep. yeah, for example. Yeah, um, what 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 happens yep. is that there's just there's just no room for mm. uh, any shock to the system. Yes. There's no, there's no way to weather that storm if, if anything happens. So, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, leave some cash to fall back on yeah. or something where you can fall back on. Yeah. And and um, our advice would be don't gear yourself up to the max. Yeah. And the, the other one I think with this with uh, with your, your income that you draw in the time, what we often see is, yeah, for example, someone's got $1.5 million and they're drawing an income of yeah, seventy dollars or $80,000 a year. In in good years, where that one and a half million dollars grows by one hundred and fifty or two hundred thousand, the incentive is to go. Well, why don't I just spend that top bit? I'll, I'll just it's it's grown by two hundred thousand. It's yeah. gone up by fifteen percent. I'll spend two hundred grand in this year. Yeah. The problem is that you and this is exactly that point. If if you if you use up all the good times, then when the lean times come, you haven't built up any any of a buffer. That you haven't left anything in the tank for those bad times. So, the same thing applies. But if we're looking at you know, this is how much you can draw every year throughout a 30-year retirement. Mm. You can't just go, oh, well, times are good, markets are up, so I'm just going to spend way more. Mm. And then and then when times are down, then go, well, no, I still want to spend the same amount as the initial mm. plan. You need to build in that buffer throughout how you calculate how much income you're going to draw out each year needs to take into account the good times and the bad, and, and you need to allow that, that bit in the tank like that. Absolutely. Protect yourself at all times. So don't throw wild haymakers, <laughs> and and so in boxing terminology, is yeah. that someone that comes out and throws yeah every punch to kill, every, every punch every. to kill, and they leave themselves open, and what yeah. ina- what inevitably happens yeah. is um, their opponent throws a nice yes. short little crisp punch, <laughs> and um, and it wrecks the whole thing. So yeah, yeah. Um, in financial terms so don't get too overconfident and take too much risk on so you might be saying what's this bloke want he said he he told me at the first one to take more risk yeah (laughs) don't don't be too conservative um 
Now, we would also say don't be too risky either. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and what we usually see that manifest itself is that is that um, when times are good, people make a bit of money out of something like Bitcoin yeah. or um, or yeah, an individual company or a specy company or something yeah. like that. And what they do is they end up they end up throwing haymakers. Yeah. And 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 what I mean by that yeah. is that they 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 start to say, okay. Um, I introduced X to this new thing and it went up, you know, tenfold. Yeah. What if I yeah. introduce 20X yeah. to that yeah. and I borrow this money yeah. and I borrow this money and, yeah. and it sort of ties in with the previous one as well because if I borrow all this money and I yeah, throw it at, got no, yeah, at, got no at, at this great thing that's going to go up, yeah. um, then, then yeah, we, we can leverage and gear those returns up and I've got the, the cash yeah. flow to actually service it. Until you don't. Yep. Um, until that thing, you know, oh, the bubble yeah. bursts or whatever I, happens. I think that so you're being nicer than, than me probably here, Michael, because you're listing things like Bitcoin or specking mining companies. Mm. I would say uh, residential property could be a good example mm. of this. So we've talked about this at great length. If you've got, if you're living in Sydney, you've got a house worth $2 million and you go, oh, geez, my house has gone from a million dollars to $2 million. Geez, well, I don't know. I'll go and borrow a heap, go yeah. and buy another $2 million property and, and another yep. $2 million. I'll go and buy two investment properties and, and gear up to the eyeballs and then when they go and when they double in price then I'll have a heap mm. that's a haymaker because you're relying on that yep. one punch and that's the knockout blow and if that doesn't <laughs> land if for whatever reason yep. you know that capital growth doesn't occur you've, you've got nothing you've got no you've got nothing else there you've, uh, you've thrown that one big haymaker and, mm. and that's the extent of it so yeah it, it's and it's funny because it's it's a boring way to invest and, yep. and I, I, I actually will the, the quick analogy I draw here is that you know there's nothing worse than people talking about their old fighting days. But I, no. I did a little bit of mixed martial arts for a while, and I was I was very very ordinary at at both striking and grappling. But I was slightly better at grappling than I was at the striking. But I had a fight where I, I knocked a guy out, and then I fought again three weeks later. And in my mind, all of a sudden, I was a striking god, and I could just yeah. knock out everyone. <laughs> and so. I, and, and this is another story that's got Chris Spence in it. Go Spence, and um, we went and had a went had a fight. And after the first round, I'd got into you know, a bit of back and forwards, and I'd, I'd, we'd had a bit of kickboxing with this guy. And then the fight had gone to the ground, and I was far better than him at grappling. So we got to the got to the in the corner, and and the, my corner man Spence is saying to me, "This guy's very bad at grappling. Why don't you just take him down and beat him up and choke him out?" And my exact response was, nah, I'm just going to knock him out. <laughs> and all the crowd who was sitting there within 10 minutes just burst out laughing. And, and this was the conversation we were having. We went out for the second round. I threw about, I reckon, 60 haymakers in the course of the first 90 seconds of that round. That guy just beat the, he beat the brakes <laughs> off me. Every time, like you said, every time I threw a punch from about, you know, I threw, I threw a punch with everything I had, he would just throw something short and sharp in my face and, and knock me down and... And eventually, I got that out of my system and went, actually, yeah, I'm just going to take this guy down, beat him up a little bit and choke him out. And that's what I did in the third round. But it was yep. that, so in the round of the second break, I got back into the, the corner and the crowd laughed again because I sat down and shook my head a bit and Spence said, are you finished now? Are you finished trying to do this? And I said, yeah, okay, let's just do it. Let's do it the safe, sustainable way, as safe as any cage fight can be. But mm. it's exactly the same thing where the highlight reel knockout and the, you know, the big punch always sounds good in theory, and then and then you spend the whole fight trying to land that punch rather than actually just 
you know, using your skills, using your training, using what your what your attributes are to 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 get the win in a in a more percentage focused way. Yeah, um, I can. That's that's great to hear that uh, you've had first hand experience with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. There's the four points. So uh, protect yourself at all times. Uh, don't you know, don't invest too conservatively. So yep. it doesn't mean don't throw a punch. Yep. Um, uh, weather the storm. So don't panic when there is volatility. Yep. So whether it's a flurry of punches or a drop of fifty-seven percent. Yep. Um, leave something in the tank. So don't come out and throw five hundred punches in the first round. Uh, have some cash to fall back on. Uh, yeah. Have have a backup plan. Uh, don't throw wild haymakers, so don't get too overconfident and yep. take too much risk. And to wrap it all up, I'll leave you with the thoughts of a famous philosopher, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, who says everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. So yep. um, what I would say to that yep. is is um, if you do get punched in the face, yep. metaphorically, mm-hmm. just go back to your plan. Yes. So have a plan in place. Yep. Um the and best the best way to summarize a plan is to have it written down on one piece of paper and, and actually and review it constantly. And review it. You've got to drill and it. Then, You've got to and train then, that. You've got to and then to um, yeah, have written down on that mm. what I will do when the market falls fifty seven percent. Yep, I will do nothing. Yeah, the, the classic Seinfeld yep. yeah. you know, pilot episode. <laughs> it's, it's an investment. Uh, it's about nothing. Strategy about so, nothing. Yeah. So so have the plan. Yep. Have the plan for when you do get punched in the face. Yep. Um, and 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 make sure you stick to that plan. Review that plan. If you have to pull it out when the market's down or whatever is ever happening, if you're gonna, if you if you're thinking that um, your money's making money is too easy and you're gonna day trade and all yeah, those yeah. types of things, just pull a plan out again. Yeah, have a look at and it and have a look at it and yeah. say, okay, well, what if that didn't happen? What if what if what I'm proposing didn't occur? Yeah. How would that leave me yep. overexposed yes. to to the knockout punch? And I, and I think this this podcast flows very neatly with the the one we previously did about why a good financial advisor is like a corner man in, in boxing. Mm. It's the same concept where mm. much of our role is is you know, some of it is the technical part of coming up with that plan, but a lot of it is just going back to that, bringing our clients back to this is the plan, this is what we're trying to achieve, this mm. is why we're doing what we're doing, so that. You know, throughout all the all the different stages of your retirement, which you know, we're the fight in this analogy. You go, okay, I know, I know what I need to do. I know why I'm doing what I'm doing, and I know what I'm going to do when these things happen. Yep. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over Fifty podcast with Money Over Fifty Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.